today on The Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. There was a new campaign. Uh, a re- actually, it's a renewal of a campaign in London, Middlesex, a local immigration partnership showcasing newcomers that have chosen London as their home and have actually been being a big, big help in assisting in the health and wellness sectors. Uh, Huda Hussein is the project coordinator, London and Middlesex Local Immigration Partnership, and joins us on the Bill Kelly Show to talk about this. Huda, good morning. Thank you for the time today. Good morning, Moon. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Uh, and let's just say, it, in an in a era of, of a lot of concern and trepidation about COVID-19, we need some good news stories. And uh, the I Am London campaign is certainly one of them, isn't it? And we do have that. You're right. Absolutely right. Yeah. So, Let's talk uh, a little bit about, may, explain to our listeners who may not be aware of this, exactly what the program's all about, Huda. Sure. So the London and Middlesex Local Immigration Partnership has been showcasing the uh, stories of immigrants since 2013 by doing this I'm London annual campaign. It is, it's a social media campaign. The idea is uh, to engage newcomers and immigrants who come and choose London as their home. And at the same time, to show the diversity that our community has in London and how strong it is. So with these two objectives, we started that in 2013 to do this project. This year, we wanted to celebrate frontline professionals who, despite the risk of being infected, have continued to work in hospitals, clinics, senior homes, and serve seniors in the comfort of their homes. And we do know how important that was, given the mm-hmm. shortage that we have heard during the lockdown and during the this pandemic that's going on, unfortunately. So we really wanted to showcase these stories of these immigrants who have chosen London and who contributed and who still contribute and do their part in their own community. And and some great stories there, too. And they're the untold stories. I know that we always talk about our frontline workers, and, and that usually conjures up ideas of, of, obviously, you know, people in the medical profession, doctors, nurses, uh, people in uh, hospital situations, uh, and certainly uh, police and, and uh, fire and others that are responding. Uh, but these facilities that you're talking about, too, oftentimes get overlooked, and they're such a play, uh, an important part of this. Uh, because you're dealing with a whole set of different issues here, aren't you? If if you're an employee here in one of those situations, uh, there's isolation concerns, there's some frustration, uh, there's uh, people getting kind of worried about their, their own particular health situations, and, and these staff members come into these situations, and they're there. I mean, they're, they really kind of become family for some of those residents, don't they? True, true. That's very true. And by the way, part of the uh, our job as the local immigration partnerships in London, which is, by the way, funded by the Immigration, Refugees and Citizenship Canada and co-led by the City of London, is to create those opportunities for immigrants to see, to, to not only for immigrants, for immigrants and the host community to see how they can interact, how they can work with each other, how we can showcase these stories that shows that these immigrants come to London and do something about it. And to dispel some of the myths that we always hear. Now, the pandemic really showed us that this is happening and this is real. And these people are here and these people are doing something for their community. So the issues that we tackle through the London with the Sex Local Immigration Partnerships are many. And one of them is inclusion and civic engagement. So when we talk about inclusion and civic engagement, we wanted people to know, the immigrants to know that you have chosen London, you can do something. These are the opportunities for you. And at the same time, we talk to stakeholders that give these opportunities, provide these opportunities for these people who are here, and we can make use of their talents. We can employ their talents. We can use their, um, they, they are part and parcel of the community, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the issue that we deal with on a, since 2009, then when we were funded by Immigration Refugees Citizenship Canada, also to create a more welcoming community. At the moment, 
the civic engagement people or group, they're working on collating information about more people in the front line who have either volunteered or worked in, in the front line in stores apart from the medical field. Of course, the medical field would be also part of it, but also who has been working in stores, as you said, in the police, in the um, as guards, security guards, and so on. These people, we are, we are bringing their stories also in a document calling Leadership in Action During Pandemic. So the London Middlesex Local Immigration Partnership is doing a number of a number of projects that will showcase the, these stories. How difficult is recruitment in a situation like this? I, I know that one of the young ladies that you're featuring uh, this year, uh, Mary Giannin, uh, is from the Philippines, uh, sure. and uh, you know that, that's a long way from you know London, Ontario, to the Philippines. But you know that she's mm-hmm. made that connection. I know she's extremely happy uh, living in London now and working in London. Uh, but obviously, you've got to make people in other parts of the world. And I, I know you go through the federal department to do this, uh, but to basically showcase London and say this is a great place to live and work. Well, if we have these kind of stories, I think people will get people will get people attracted to London. I understand that the field is not very easy, especially when you talk about uh, personal self-support workers. It's not an easy field to work in. But these people like Mary Ganyan have chosen that field because they really wanted to do something in that field. They have the patience, they have the enthusiasm and the and interest to work in that field. So I think by showcasing such kind of stories and showing them on the websites or on web or social media, people will learn more about what's available in London and how, and how people are accommodating sometimes. Sometimes they are not, because we do hear stories of uh, personal support workers who have been shunned by the clients themselves in the in where they work. That was about three, four years ago. I'm not sure that that would be the case today. I think definitely the case would be different today because... Uh, the need is there, and everybody knows that there is a need. So I think when we have stories like these showcased, um, many people will come to London, I hope, and will be attracted towards uh, this field, especially where there is more need too, right? Well, you know, you look at the assets that the city has, and, and maybe right at the top of the list, if not the top of the list, is the fact that you have a world-class university. Uh, and so, you know, there are, people do know about London and they do know about Western University because of the reputation it's gained. You know, every year, of course, they do the 100 best universities in the world. And Western's always on that list, uh, as a matter of calling up the list. And, we've, you know, we're fortunate. We've got McMaster and Hamilton that's always on the list, U of T, uh, London, yeah. McGill, places like that. And education is, is a big thing, I know, for uh, people that are looking to, to start over in a, in a different country. And uh, Canada offers an awful lot of choice there. Yes, education is very important, and, and let's not forget also Fanshawe College is also one of the major exactly. colleges yep. in London, right? And it's yep. out there. And yes, people do come to London for their well. If, if I asked, if you asked me why did I choose London when I first came to Canada, I would uh, I would have told you for Western because I have children and I wanted these children to get the opportunities to go to Western. So yes, Western is there, and we have been very we are very proud to be working in partnership, close partnership with Western University regarding different issues, and uh, Fanshawe College too. So yes, there are a number of things that attract people to London, but we also want to show these small things that are part and parcel of the community, and which is very important at the same time, that we, have, we, can, we can come and make a difference in these fields too, right? Not only come to, to get the education, whether at Western or Fanshawe College, but also in the community where you can work, where you can thrive, and you can bring your, you, you raise your children. So I think by doing these small things, showing these small ideas that is happening in London, I think we'll be more, uh, we'll be out there, and more people will come to London and choose London as their destination. That's our hope.
Yeah, and therein lies the tie-in with Fanshawe and with Western, of course, and, and both of which, by the way, go out for programs that would actually enhance uh, people's employment opportunities in these situations. But we've learned, I think, a lot in the last seven or eight months because of COVID, Huda, uh, about the work that goes on in these facilities. And I think we've all of us, I think, have developed a deeper appreciation for this. Sure. Uh, and as a result, I think a deeper appreciation for the people, uh, you know, like Mary and others that you're honoring this year with the program, uh, about the dedication that they have. It's a, it's a difficult job, but, you know, the people I mm-hmm. talk to that do this, uh, are, 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 it's a rewarding job for them, too, because of the sense of satisfaction that they get in, in helping the residents in these facilities. It's very true because they wanted to do it, right? But if you don't have the talent, if one doesn't have the talent of doing these jobs, they will not really succeed in such jobs. But when you come to Mary and you hear her story, she says, I liked it because I have worked all my life. I lived all my life with my grandmothers from both sides, with my mother who is elderly, and I love to see them happy. And I served them there back in the Philippines. And when she came to to London, going from 9 and then going through the process, going to to take to school to get her uh, PSW uh, thing, she has that in her because she really wanted to do to do it, right? Especially with PSW, it's really hard to work in that job unless you have the patience and you have the um, understanding of the need of these people who are vulnerable and they need us, right? And it's not just spreading the word worldwide. It's I think it's it's telling stories in the community itself, so the so that the people in that area, in the London Middlesex area, actually understand uh, the work that goes on here and the dedication that these people have. And, and by the way, I guess also the satisfaction they had. Like, you know, they, 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 hey, we chose the right place. This is a great city to work, live, and play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's very true. And we work very closely, by the way, with the city of London to do that too, through their newcomer strategy too. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, by showing these case, these stories, we, we just as I said before, we hope for two things. The objective is to showcase the diversity in in London, and uh, to show the contribution of immigrants when they come to London, and at the same time to uh, inspire the new immigrants to do something that here, so and so can do it, I can do it. So that is the objective, and you're right. By sharing these stories, people will know in the community what goes on in these. Uh, how they do it, how they go, get into the service that they have chosen to be their own pathways of career, and so forth. Well, and you, you learn a little bit more about your, your neighbors, right? You know, I know in Mary's story, for instance, you know, she left, as we mentioned, the Philippines. She had to leave family behind, and that can be an awfully difficult decision. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you start to hear those stories, and I think it underscores uh, the kind of character that these people have and, and how, you know, how worthwhile it is to have them living in our community now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, true. And, the, and the, the period that she waited to get her children and family to Canada, she waited for six years. And within those six years, she only went to visit for a week or two because she didn't have the time to do that. I mean, this is really amazing. This is really amazing to have people like that with the strength, with the skills, with the uh, dedication and the commitment. It's really great to have these people here, right? It's yeah, it is fabulous to have them here, and it's great to know their mm-hmm. stories too. And, and you know, we get to know each other a little bit better when you hear stories like this. Uh, mm-hmm. And the coordination that uh, you've touched on, uh, you know, between the, the federal agency, of course, and the local community. I mean, it doesn't happen unless there's a buy-in from the local community, does it? True, and that's where the local immigration partnership. Since we started working in 2009, we brought in all the stakeholders together to see what are the issues that impede the integration of immigrants. So when I say that we brought everybody to the table, I'm saying about the three levels of government. I'm talking about the hospital. I'm talking the police, the school boards, both the Anglophone and the Francophone, the communities, Western University, Fanshawe College, and even the immigrants themselves. So we brought them. We had the buy-in from all these people at the table that here we go. 
people are coming to London. We need we need people to come to London. We need people to come to Canada. How can we, as a community, collectively work towards assessing these people who come to London to facilitate their integration into this into all aspects of life? So that's the bank that we got since 2009 when we started funding, when we got the funding, and we worked throughout. Since then, we have now about more than 100 volunteers who work at our tables, at our different tables. We have about 80 organizations that support our work on their own without any uh, monetary uh, uh, fund for them. But they come because they are interested in the issue, whether the issue is employment or education or inclusion, civic engagement, health and well-being, or even the settlement. So we have all these people together to work. Yes, you're right. If you didn't have that buying since 2009, 2010, when we established the council, we wouldn't have been today where we are today. We are considered one of the local immigration successful uh, local immigration partnerships in Canada because, it's, by the way, it's a national project. It started in Ontario, but the, mo- the project has become now a national project throughout the country. So we are very happy to say that our community really worked with uh, worked with us. And all it's all the stakeholders are working with us, and um, we are here today because of the collective work of the community and the and the immigrants themselves who are helping us, who are telling us what are the needs, who are telling us how we can work together to solve these kind of uh, problems or kind of barriers that uh, that are on the way. Uh, if they want to get more information about this, uh, I, I guess the best place to go is IamLondon.com, and uh, the stories are there and some information about this. Hoda, thank you so much for the time today. Congratulations on, on a very successful campaign once again in 2020. And uh, this is a program that has uh, been a great benefit to the community and a great benefit to a lot of new Canadians, too. Uh, let's stay in touch. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Nice really? talking with you. Huda Hussain, who's the project coordinator for the London Middlesex Local Immigration Partnership. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.